Hey guys, Cable here, and this week's podcast is proudly brought to you by Pyro Putty. This is a product that uh, I'm very excited about as far as reinventing the wheel when it comes to fire starting technology. You can get Pyro Putty wet, it's still going to light. You can attach it to a wet log, it's going to burn long enough to start a fire on that wet wood. So when it comes to boosting morale in the backcountry, what, what is better than a a warm fire, right? There's nothing. You get home from a long day, back to camp. You've been chasing elk through the mountains or mule deer or whatever for you know, from sunup to sundown. You're cold and you're wet, and you can't get a fire started. Not because you don't have a fire starter, but because that fire starter doesn't do the job. Well, Pyro Putty does, and you can find it at pyroputty.com. It's a size of about a can of dip. That's all it is. And inside that can of dip, you got a seven-hour burn time. You put a, a piece the size of a nickel on a stick, and it's going to burn for 8 to 10 minutes. It's Pyro Putty. You need it in your backcountry kit. It's going to boost morale. Could save your life. You never know. Uh, but you can find it at pyroputty.com. Good morning, good morning. It's easy top kicking things off for us on the Lone Star Outdoor Show powered by Dallas Safari Club. I'm your host, Cable Smith. Thank you for choosing to spend a part of your week with me. Uh, thanks to Lone Star Beer and Hoff Power Polaris as well, our longtime presenting sponsors. Hope everybody has big plans to get into the great outdoors this week. Because while most people's turkey seasons are over, I know a lot of folks are still chasing those spring bears. And I'm insanely jealous of all of y'all that are doing that. I didn't get to go this year due to a failed turkey season. Had a lot of out-of-town hunts and uh, went to Idaho for backcountry hunters and anglers. Then South Texas Nilgai and then Africa coming up next week for my third trip over to South Africa's Eastern Cape with John X Safari. So been busy, uh, but still love bear hunting and am very, very jealous of uh, all of y'all taking nice Bruins and also pretty jealous of all of these stringers of crappie I've been seeing. I love crappie fishing. Uh, this post-spawn down here in my neck of the woods, but uh, they're just getting fired up in other parts of the world. So keep posting those healthy stringers as slabs because I love seeing them. And more than that, I love eating them. Uh, so y'all keep up the good stuff. Uh, we've got a great show lined up for you today. No doubt about that. You know what to do. Pull up a stool a little closer to the campfire. Pour yourself another cup of coffee out of that beat-up old thermos because we're doing something a little different this week as far as yeah, it's still going to be great outdoor content, but this is a techie, a technology-centered edition of the show. So we've got some new stuff to get into. And off the top, we will be joined by Taylor Black of Stealth Cam and GSM Outdoors. Uh, Stealth Cam's always been uh, the industry leader as far as developing the latest and greatest technology when it comes to trail cameras and they've got some new stuff uh and and, and here's the cool thing is it's much more affordable i'm still paying like 20 dollars a month for my stealth cams uh and that's through at&t but they've developed a relationship with at&t now you go directly through stealth cams website and it's a lot more affordable so 
interesting stuff. And they've got Verizon on board now as well. Uh, we'll get into that, plus Wi-Fi cameras that they're offering. So lots of cool stuff coming up from StealthCam. Then uh, I'm very excited to have Clint Stewart and Jeff Johnston of Trophy Scan join us here in studio as well. What's Trophy Scan? Um, well, it is going to break the mold on a lot of things uh, from a replica mount standpoint uh, to scale any size you want. You take a trophy in the woods, you want a smaller uh, representation of that, Actually, it's an exact copy. It's not a representation, but you want something for your desk or your bookshelf. Uh, that is possible with the trophy scan. Also, record keeping, uh, scoring. It doesn't matter what type of scoring, like Boone and Crockett, SCI, or volumetrics. Trophy scan can do that with the computer. It is incredible. So no more human error when it comes to scoring animals. Also, what about from a conservation standpoint? Biologists are very excited about this technology as well. It's incredible stuff. And uh, I'm thrilled to have Jeff and Clint here in studio. Plus, we're going to score one of my whitetail bucks coming up. Uh, probably put that on social media, though, uh, so you can look for it on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, so that's what's on the docket for today. And I'm certainly excited about it. Hope you all are as well. A couple other things to mention. I've got, uh, let's do a quick giveaway, right? I've got a Vortex Optics Mule Deer t-shirt and cap that we're going to give away this week. And I uh, want everyone to know, when you email in weekly to try to win the prizes, I see all the emails. There's literally a couple hundred of them, so I don't answer every single one every week. But you are entered, and I number according to how many emails we have, uh, one through, let's just say, 300, whatever it is, and then the computer picks the winner. So uh, anyway, Vortex, Mule Deer, Shirt, and Cap this week. Just email the word Vortex to Lone Star Outdoor Show at gmail.com. And we'll get you entered. Um, and then Guns and Guitars 5. Still have one spot open. If you want to be a part of that weekend down at Coons Canyon Ranch, Max Stalling, Heather Stalling, Mark David Manders will be there performing nightly concerts. It's June 27th through the 30th. And then you can hunt Axis Deer or Black Buck as well. I think there's a few Audad still on the ranch. Just shoot me an email, LoneStarOutdoorShow at gmail.com if you want more info on Guns and Guitars 5. Let's take a quick break. Up next, we've got Taylor Black from Stealth Camp joining us in studio. Hey y'all, spring is here, and that means a lot of things, but specifically, your lawn is about to become your own worst nightmare. That's why I use JC's Landscaping. They do everything from lawn and landscape maintenance to fertilization and weed control. New premium sod installations. Hey, you need a French drain? I had to have them put in a French drain a couple years ago. They do that too. Landscaping updates, makeovers, stone borders, patios, and much more. Serving the North Dallas and surrounding areas, you can find them at jclandscapingllc.com and tell them cable sent you. I'm just kidding. Mile 
all-time favorites from Jerry Jeff Walker, Texas Prairie, bringing us back on the Lone Star Outdoor Show, powered by Dallas Safari Club. I'm Cable Smith. Uh, thanks to Lone Star Beer and Hoff Power Polaris as well, our longtime presenting sponsors. And thanks to you guys and gals for being here today as uh, we've got some new gear, some new technology to get into on this edition of the Lone Star Outdoor Show. Um, and we're going to do that shortly with Taylor Black from GSM Outdoors and Stealth Cam specifically. But first, this segment of the show proudly brought to you by Lone Star Beer. You know, if you're out filling feeders, well, I guess turkey season might still be going on for some of y'all. Uh, but if you're hunting or just doing stuff around the lease or your ranch, hey, make it a cold Lone Star Beer when the work is done. Maybe you're celebrating a full stringer of crappie. Whatever the case, Lone Star Beer the National Beer of Texas. Well, moving right along here, uh, I've got a good friend joining me now in studio. He's the inside sales manager over at GSM Outdoors, Taylor Black. Thanks for dropping by, man. I appreciate you having me here. My pleasure. Uh, so tell us a little bit about what you do at GSM Outdoors. So GSM, I am uh, you know do all the inside sales. Uh, I do all kinds of shows, the travel around. Uh -huh. yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty fun, <laughs> pretty fun gig. So, like, January, February, you're just you're uh, yeah. life on the road, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm not here in Texas at all. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe if you're here for a one laundry day, that's about it. Yeah. So, what is your favorite trade show to do? I would say EWA out in Germany. Uh, uh -huh. That's a really fun one. So, I'm not familiar with that yeah, one. Yeah, so EWA is basically a shot show of Germany, of Europe over there. Huh. Um, so, it's, uh, it's a pretty big uh, deal. Uh, they call it their fair. Huh. Um, but it's a really cool deal. I see all these... New, uh, mostly knives and guns. Um, uh -huh. They do a lot of hunting and apparel. Um, their apparel out there is very different from what you were used to here in these in the states. A lot of the, if you see it on TV, like the formal, you know, wearing ties and coat. Eighteen fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty cool seeing that apparel over there and uh, and uh, the fur, you know fur hats with the feather on it and everything. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Uh, no, I think I'd rather have the latest from First Light and just be comfortable and warm. <laughs> right, you know? right. Even if it, even if that other stuff, it looks cool, you know. Right. And uh, certainly from a nostalgic standpoint, uh, hell, I'd try it one time, I guess. Um, let's talk a little bit about the GSM family. It seems like y'all are trying to take over the world one company at a time. It uh, seems time. that way. It's, there's always a new acquisition. The one that really started it all is Stealth Cam. Right. Um, as far as I, I guess, Stealth Cam is what facilitated the ability to start buying up other brands, and that's correct. Yeah. Now, I, I, how many do you guys have now? I think fifteen or sixteen. Can't wow. keep count. That's, yeah, that's quite a bit. And, and so, like walkers, I use walkers. Right. Um, you guys have some some awesome blinds. Yeah. Uh, HME. Yep. Muddy Hawk Big Game Stealth Cam, like you mentioned, walkers, uh, SME Shooting Made Easy, HME Honey uh -huh. Made Easy. Um, we got holsters, holsters, uh, crossfire holsters. Yeah. Um, we got, uh, it's hard to keep, I remember <laughs> them all. Viking solutions. It's a, it's a steel products like gongs and uh -huh. uh, like hitch haulers and things like that. Uh, boss buck feeders, American hunter feeders. Um, it's, it's the list goes on and on. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, the granddaddy is stealth cam and it's been around you said almost 20 years something like that it's been a while yeah one of the first cameras to come out to market you know had the film you had to take to the walgreens <laughs> or whatever to get developed and uh, i can't remember people what actually did that yeah they took oh yeah oh yeah a roll of film mm -hmm. to walgreens that that their stealth cam took <laughs> right yeah it, it seems so foreign uh, yeah it, 
I mean, to me, it's almost. I mean, I have this this whole box full of SD cards, but that's almost getting outdated with the wireless technology. It's right. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't need an SD card now because it just sends it right to my Absolutely. phone. Absolutely. And then you can just delete it off off from your phone. You yeah. don't touch your camera anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it takes the SD card out of the game. It's crazy how we've come so far in such a little amount of time. Even with the, I mean, the wireless stuff is what, only three years old, maybe? Maybe something like that. Yeah. It's very, and, fairly yeah. new. Yeah. So. yeah. so there's been even some new developments with that because, so I started with the GX wireless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had that stealth cam for a couple of years. And that one, um, you still, you buy a plan from like, you know, your local cell phone provider or whatever. Right. For AT&T, it's a buy a session. Yeah. dot com has a preset programs that you choose from the plans and pay as you go kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So that one's only compatible with AT&T. That one is. Now, okay. now for Verizon, same kind of deal. Yeah. But, but this we've got the WXV here, which is the the Verizon model. Right, it's the new Verizon model we're shipping now. Um, it's same kind of plans. You go on, on our website and you choose the uh, plans through our website instead of a uh, AT and T. So you don't so, have to go to the actual store. No, you don't. So that you don't. was a pain in the ass. All right, and <clears throat> I had to go to AT and T, and then they had to activate the SIM card, right. and this, that, and the other. Buy the plan there. Now you do it all right through the yeah. website. All through your phone, on, on your tablet or computer or whatever. I, I do it I know, in the field when I'm just about to put them out. My, okay, I'll activate it now. And they activate it right then and there and be done with it. So, uh-huh. so in, I mean, obviously, competitive pricing, you want to have more than one option. You want to have AT&T mm-hmm. and Verizon. But more importantly, some areas just don't have the right, you know, they don't have a strong signal. Like my place up around Wichita Falls, I was telling you. Sometimes it sends pictures every day for a week, and then it'll stop and like send all the pictures for a week all at once, you know. Right. And that's just because the signal uh, in that area comes and goes. Yeah, yeah. So actually, you can go on each you know, Verizon or AT&T's website and find out where their service is as a map or where you know it's covered. Um, the camera actually will show you if you go to the settings and when you turn it on, it'll show the signal strength as well. So you can get a good uh, you know adjust of where you know how good the signal is, where you're gonna put it. So in case it, you know, it has shows signal strength of 5%, you can move it, you know, maybe 20 feet to the left. It might have 95%. You just don't know. Just get a little higher. Yeah, yeah, higher, yeah. Well, there's definitely little, like, you know, draws and stuff oh, on, yeah. on various properties I've hunted over the years where you can't get a picture in there. Mm-hmm. And then, you, you know, and then it is SD card because I damn sure I'm putting a camera in there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, and then also uh, some areas, and I have done this. So these cameras come with an antenna. Correct. Uh, you can buy on Amazon uh, like a, a extended antenna. That's mm-hmm. like it's like ten dollars yeah. or something. Yeah, it extends it up. Uh, my my coworker does that, and he runs it up in a, like a metal pole, mm-hmm. twenty feet in the air, and he <laughs> oh, gets a great signal. So <laughs> so he's he's a little more advanced than me then, I guess, because I think mine just is like an extra foot or something. Yeah, but it has it has helped um, with that AT, that mm-hmm. weak AT and T signal there uh, up around Wichita Falls. Um, well, on average, what do these things cost a month? You know, once you like, is it twenty bucks or? I think my data plan for AT and T is uh, unlimited, and it's like twenty dollars. Maybe it's thirty. I'm not sure. So, like for AT and T, you can get uh, like for twenty five bucks, or I guess that's thirty bucks mm-hmm. uh, for, for three months. So you basically ten dollars a month. So it's a one time fee mm. for three months. You get two gigs of data. You will not run out of it unless you're running video every day. Uh-huh. And then uh, you get like a... For up to so four. I have hogs hitting my feeder every day for hours at a time. 
I'm, that's still enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I get, you know, 500 pictures a day, and it's still not it, – I get the same thing in my lease. And yeah. It's just a hogs, hogs, <laughs> or, or it's doves. Uh-huh. I get tons of doves. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so then you get up to another – the step up is a 45 bucks for six months, and you get, I think, three gigs of data. Um, and then you get to $75 for the whole year. And it's uh, four gigs of data. All right, I'm, when when you leave here today, I'm gonna go up to AT and T, and I might punch them in the sack because <laughs> I think I'm paying twenty dollars a month for what sounds like a right. less of a plan. Yeah, so we haven't. I've had that one for like rate. over a year, so it's probably just because I haven't. You Maybe know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we negotiated rates with AT and T, so we uh got the price prices pretty you know reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, so but you can do like you said, pay, pay as monthly is for M- unlimited. That's going to be a little more obviously because it's unlimited. But uh, but yeah, we, I can show you you know how to do it on after this. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, the, the Verizon is going to be very similar. It's going to be about twelve to fifteen dollars a month depending what you want. There's, there's four different um, rate plans, uh-huh. um, so you can you can choose what you want. Okay, awesome. And what are the uh, what is the MSRP on these cameras? So MSRP is a uh, two ninety nine. Uh, you'll you know, but reasonable. You'll be you know, looking at two fifty for for a camera, which is pretty pretty good. So yeah, yeah. Okay, and the uh, website is is it just StealthCam? Yeah, StealthCam dot com. Yeah, uh-huh. that's it. And obviously, people can find them at Bass Pro Cabela's. Right. All those, yep, those all type over, of places. All over. Um, well, so one other interesting thing though, and this is like brand new is the wi-fi camera yep talk a little bit about that and you know the purpose i mean because you don't a lot of people aren't going to have i'd say most people don't have wi-fi out there deer feeder right but there is another application for this that i think a lot of people will be interested in right yeah so your wi-fi camera is going to use the same app that you're using with the wireless camera uh with with this camera you actually can set it up say you have a lot a cabin out in the woods and you live you know like your deer lease and you have wi-fi there or whatever Mm -hmm. you can set it up and you can connect the camera to your wi-fi of the of the cabin and you can get your pictures instantly like you're doing with your wireless camera right now. Or say you want to put it on your deer feeder, you can go and um, you know set it up, and then instead of having to go pull the SD card to try to see the pictures, you can wake the camera up via Bluetooth on your phone and then download the pictures via Wi-Fi because uh-huh. it sends its own Wi-Fi signal. And then it gets a, it's a fast download of the picture, so you don't have, don't have to go and touch your camera at all. Say like I was telling you earlier, you can sit in your you know uh, ladder stand when you're 30 feet away and just you know mm-hmm. download the pictures. You don't have to go and touch the touch the camera at all. You can go around it, you know, you know have your scent in the in the area. Okay, so. and also from like I'm thinking a home security standpoint, mm-hmm. you know that would be like in my house here. Obviously, I have Wi-Fi, right? And I could just set it here on the porch if I wanted to have like a little surveillance. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. So you could do that and it'll send, you know, directly through your Wi Fi to your phone wherever you are in the world. So Yeah. So similar price point there? Similar price point, yep. Okay. Yep. Interesting stuff. So that's the latest from Stealth Cam. We could go into a a litany of other uh brands like we said that we yeah. mentioned earlier. Um but what I really wanted to ask you is what so what do you like to hunt? I love killing pigs. They're, they're <laughs> my favorite. They are absolutely my favorite. Um, you know, we Ben, um, my, you know, Ben Smith has some uh, land up north of Wichita Falls. Uh-huh. We go and uh, hunt there in Oklahoma, and it's just overrun by them. And it's just so much fun walking around <laughs> and just and shooting them. But yeah, it's probably my favorite. Um, I haven't done a lot of hunting like you have. Uh-huh. I've only done you know just you know 
birds and and whitetail and some and some turkeys and, and pigs. But pigs are just, that sounds like a pretty good list. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> just the pigs get the get the adrenaline pumping a lot. Uh-huh. So just uh, especially walking around, not really sitting in the stand, but just walking around stalking them. Uh-huh. That's that's absolutely my favorite. So what like. Are you just walking through the woods any time of day or any time of day? Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah, they're, like I said, they're so overrun and it's it's crazy how much how many how many pigs are there. I mean, any time of the day we can look at the field just to the north and see 50, 60 pigs in the field. Wow. Um, and then they're all over his area too and uh, it's uh we just walk around just be real quiet and just listen to them, listen for them rustling around and then just sneak up on them <laughs> and pop them. So, and what's what's your favorite weapon for this? Probably just you know my my two two three or a shotgun. Uh-huh. Um, so I've gotten pretty close to some pigs and with shotguns and it's really fun. Slugs or what are you? Yeah, it's the turkey load oh, okay. actually. So yeah, so BBs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I mean we were ten fifteen feet from one or a pack of them and when they started running by us because grass is really high. Uh huh. So whenever they start when we shot one of them they didn't see us they just start running and then all of a sudden they come out of a clearing into the clearing and they see us and like they're like oh. And then they just kind of stop, and then uh, we can we can shoot them then because they don't know what to do. Uh, those turkey loads will do the job. Yeah, I've yeah. I've killed hogs with that uh, new tungsten TK7 from uh, Kent, but I've also killed them with uh, like a number four steel shot, oh, really? like duck load. Really? Like uh, this one time, uh, we were hunting up around uh, Sherman, mm-hmm. and this lake that we were hunting, like small private lake, uh, more of a tank but a big one. The wind was howling, and so, like, a, a group of gadwalls would come in, and we'd, like, shoot six of them. Mm-hmm. And Bell couldn't pick them up fast enough before the next group of ducks came in. I mean, we, we had – it was to the point where I said, you know what, we really need to do a body count because I feel like we're getting pretty close to our limit. I was yeah. keep, keeping track of how many ducks I'd seen hit the water. Mm-hmm. I think we have, like, three left. So I was like, half of them have now blown to the other side of the lake because the wind was blowing so hard. Mm-hmm. So I was like, we need to stop and go count these. And anyway, I'm walking over there. And like this huge orange blob just jumps up from me to you in front of me. I was like, oh, it scared the crap out of me. And Bell, my lab is right there. So it was a hog. Instinctively, I shouldered the shotgun and shot it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see it fall. It kind of ran over this hill that made it like 20 yards and it was dead. And I was like, how did this hog not run off? We've been shooting shotguns here all morning. And it, she had a bunch of little, like little mm-hmm. tiny piglets oh, that were yeah. blind still, you know? Yeah. I was like, oh, man. So anyway. I don't think those piglets were long for the world without her. Yeah, but, yeah. But that number four, you know, steel shot, Did just rolled her. Yeah. And then I tried it. So I was like, one time on public land, I was uh, dove hunting and saw some. I was like, well, I killed them with four, number four steel. What about number like six shot lead? You know, dove. Mm. That one no. didn't. Uh, probably just bounced off. Them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. It was. I was close. Like you know, ten yards. I thought it would do the trick, but no, it didn't. Yeah. Now on the piglets that were with them, that was a different story. Yeah, that's a different story. Yeah, yeah. The armor on pigs is just unreal. I mean, I've had to shoot them multiple, multiple, multiple times with two, two, three, and they still don't, but still don't die. So oh yeah, yeah. It's pretty crazy how uh, strong and strong. They you are, shoot them so. like that's always been my problem with the two, two, three for hogs is, is usually I'm thermal hunting. Mm-hmm. So the first shot is the ear hole. It, yeah, you know, you usually drop the the first one, and then when when all hell breaks loose and they're running every direction. Then you're just trying to put holes in them. Oh yeah, and people can say, "Oh, that's unethical." It's not. It's hog. It's just hog eradication. Right. And uh, but I still want to find the ones that I can. Mm-hmm. And th- that two, two, three is traveling so fast. Yeah. You put a hole in a hole in them, and 
half the time I can't ever find the damn things. Yeah, yet. it's kind of tough, but you know, we'll, we'll, we need to up our AR games to like 308. Yeah, or something. yeah. <laughs> yeah the 308 I have is really heavy, so it's kind of harder <laughs> walking around with the big old 308. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, like in Oklahoma, we only get like two, 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 three shots because I said the grass is so high, they run off and you can't see them anymore. So yeah, uh, it does the job for the first couple. Like you said, though, <laughs> once you start shooting, they just start scattering, and it's kind of hard to see them. So yeah, yeah. Well, awesome, man. Let's do this. Uh, I'll probably uh, put Ben on the spot here, your boss, but I think we'll let's give away this camera. Let's do it. Okay, so let's do a trivia question here. There is one latest acquisition in the uh, GSM family. Mm-hmm. We did not talk about it. That's correct. But it's something that a lot of folks are familiar with, especially people that do a lot of shooting. Uh, so email that new company that GSM just acquired. It's on the website. You it's can find the it there. Yep. Uh, email that to Lone Star Outdoors Show at gmail.com and you can win the Stealth Cam WXV, which is the Verizon uh, wireless camera. It's great to have you in studio, Taylor. Thanks again. A uh, huge fan of, of Stealth Cam. And like I said, I use a lot of the other, other brands as well. So uh, you guys have something for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we try. Well, there you go. Stealth Cam's Taylor Black. And, you know, I'm always fascinated by trail camera technology. I mean, who doesn't want to know what the animals that they're pursuing are up to? Uh, And this is totally different on public land. You know, that experience is nothing like being able to say, well, I've got hogs coming in at 8.30 every night, and uh, tomorrow I'm going to be sitting there waiting on them. That's a luxury, and it's awesome. But uh, Stealth Cam continues to push the needle on innovation, uh, like these cameras we've talked about today. So, uh, awesome stuff there. Uh, that segment of the show was brought to you by, well, one thing that you can't find at GSM Outdoors is land, right? Uh, but Lone Star Ag Credit has been helping folks finance their own piece of paradise for over 100 years. If you're ready to take that plunge, if you're looking for a place to uh, get the hell out of the big city, you want to hunt, fish, you want to run cattle, whatever the case, Lone Star Ag Credit has you covered. And you can find them at LoneStarAgCredit.com. Coming up next, as we continue to blend hunting and technology, there's a brand new company called Trophy Scan that is at the forefront of some fascinating stuff that I can't wait to tell you about. Trophy Scan's Clint Stewart and longtime outdoor writer Jeff Johnston drop by after the break right here on the Lone Star Outdoor Show. This ain't the country my grandfather fought for. But I still see the hate he fought against. Hey y'all, Chris Letzinger, online sales manager at Cinnamon Creek Ranch here, reminding you we're not your typical archery club. We're a -a one-of-a-kind archery facility with indoor and outdoor ranges, full pro shop, and six different 3D courses. Cinnamon Creek was designed by hunters for hunters. Located in Roanoke, Texas, we have over 200 3D targets to hone your archery skills. Call 817-439-8998 or visit us at cinnamoncreekranch.com to visit our new online store. That's cinnamoncreekranch.com. I broke a promise to myself to ride the throttle till the wheels came on. Burn out like a Molotov in the night sky. Cable Smith, welcoming everybody back to the Lone Star Outdoors Show. Getting a little help there from one of my favorites, Jason Isbell Molotov. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, by the way. It is a pleasure to be talking all things outdoors with you today. And uh, we've got a very interesting topic to get into here. Well, actually, it's a multifaceted topic. There's so much that can be done with this new technology that Trophy Scan is bringing to the hunting community. And we'll get into all of that coming up here in just a few seconds. Uh, but first, I do want to tell you about Dallas Safari Club. My good friends, obviously, they're the title sponsor of the show. And they'd love for you to become a member. Why wouldn't they? There's strength in numbers. DSC is the worldwide leader in big game conservation. Nobody does more for big game conservation than this organization. I guarantee you that. Uh, they put their money where their mouth is. They are proactive. They are um, they're not afraid. You know, used to the antis would just beat us down because they always brought the fight to us. Well, DSC is taking the fight to the opposition. And the way to do that is by killing them with facts and science. DSC is passionate about hunters' rights, education, and conservation. For more info, check us out at biggame.org. Love to have you. Um, okay, well, with that being said, let's bring on our next guest. They are here in studio uh, from Trophy Scan. It is my pleasure to welcome Jeff Johnston and Clint Stewart to the show. No sweat. We like McKinney. Weird little town. <laughs> Thanks for having us. We're uh, we'll dodge the tornadoes hopefully. Oh my gosh, it's been. I mean, it's been like a deluge the last few hours here. So, uh, but we needed the rain, so I'm not going to complain about that. Tornadoes, not so much. Uh, you guys have a product that we're going to talk about today. But before we do that, uh, let's get to know each of you a little bit here. And uh, unfortunately, the, the third partner, Cody, couldn't make it, but. Uh, we got you guys. Uh, Jeff, let's start with you, longtime outdoor writer. I was actually looking for a story. I was wanted to do a, uh, a story on shooting running game and was just uh, Googled it, and like one of your articles was like the first thing that came up. So. Man, you're reading that crap. <laughs> That's where you've gone wrong. <laughs> yes, uh, my passion's always been the outdoors. And when I was a, a young lad, I looked at the American Hunter magazine on the coffee table and knew that that's what I wanted to be, is BS my way through life. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a journalism degree, got my foot in the door at the National Rifle Association uh, right out of college, uh -huh. and uh, and started working for the NRA with the hopes of, of, of getting my foot in the door at the American Hunter magazine. And mm -hmm. so I did that and then uh, became executive editor there. And everything was perfect except one little detail. Um, the NRA, God bless its its uh, soul, is located in Fairfax, Virginia, right outside of your nation's lovely capital. Mm -hmm. And my home's in Oklahoma, where the deer run big and the fish run freely. <laughs> so uh, after about 12 years there, I, I uh, came home. And now I, you know, live and can hunt and shoot in uh, relative freedom in Oklahoma. And, and I freelance write. I write for a lot of different magazines, including the NRA magazine still um but i was at a uh nra convention in houston a long time ago i think it must have been 2003 or 2004 and a friend of mine sat down and and at the bar we started talking about this concept of what if we applied uh handheld lasers at the time laser scanning machines to animals trophy animals and 
Hence, this concept was born, and we've been working on this a long time. I kept my day job, uh-huh. but a few things have happened here recently to um, to give us a real shot at this, and and it's more than a shot now. It's it's a business, and it's happening. And uh, but I, I still write a little bit, um, but this is taking taking up a lot of my time, and it's a labor of love. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's a little bit about me, Clint. Yeah, mine's uh, much less illustrious than, uh, than the famous Jeff Johnston writing about running and shooting running animals. But uh, uh, actually, Jeff and I have known each other our, our whole lives. We grew up in the same town together in in, uh, in southern Oklahoma, as well as our third partner Cody that you mentioned. We all grew up together in a little town out there, a little town called Ada. And uh, so we've been around each other for a long time, and all grew up hunting and fishing, uh-huh. you know, together and, and run around in the outdoors. I. Uh, you know, I, I got a, a few degrees, a master's degree in, in creative writing as well. So Jeff and I have a, a common writing background. But then I, I went over into the corporate world and, and worked for a, a couple of decades. And then like Jeff, um, we all kind of circled up around this idea many years ago. And uh, it's been a, a labor of love. But we finally put some structure around this and and uh, developed some patents around the entire process and developed a business around it. So um, like so many guys out there, we've mentioned this earlier, we're we've always just tried to find a way to make a living and do what we love and, and be able to hunt and fish at the same time. Right. So that's, that's really what brought us to this point. So yeah. awesome. What, what Stu didn't tell you about himself was he, he didn't let me run in the same circles in eight Oklahoma. Cause he was a little bit of the stud athlete <laughs> <laughs> in the town. And I was more in the nerd circles. <laughs> well, you know, it's, uh, it's, we're going to, let's talk about trophy skin. Um, that's kind of the origin. You guys are sitting around drinking a few beers, early two thousands, and um, finally here we are in two thousand nineteen. So, how does the technology work? Just kind of describe it to our listeners what we're talking about when we say trophy scan. Yeah, yeah, good question. It's uh, uh, when we get people walking up and asking us that very basic thing, the first reaction we typically get is something along the lines of man that's some star wars shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it uh, and and in a lot of ways it is you know this this technology the backbone of it and the history of it really was born in the reverse engineering field biomed field um and, and things like that and basically what we're using is uh structured white light and projecting of structured light whether that be laser or white light uh, to project uh, and create a point cloud around an object. Uh-huh. And then we've got a basic recorder that records and senses that interaction between that light and that object. Um, r- really simple in its explanation, but where it is incredibly uh, technically advanced is the accuracy um, which can be achieved by that interaction and that projection and sensing. So we're able to be accurate and create a 100% accurate, for instance, um, recreation of an, of an antler set or a horn set down to the thousandth of an inch. Wow. So the tolerances in that world, because that technology was born in, you know, biomed and reverse engineering, um, the tolerances there are zero. It's machinist grade tolerance. And we've applied that technology over into the outdoor industry to, to do, uh, to do a number of innovative things in the outdoor industry. So this is a tech company in the outdoor space. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. We're taking a, a largely traditional, market and we came up with the bright idea to inject some high-tech stuff into it hey some people get it some don't but we think it's the wave of the future so here we are yeah and so you kind of unveiled this at the dsc show in uh in january and i was walking around and i was like and i, and I, I knew cody previously yeah and he said hey you got to come check this out so i was walking around and your booth just 
was popping. It would just stood out and was like, yeah. you could, like you said, that Star Wars. I mean, it was like, sure. It just <laughs> dragged me in. And I was yep. just, all right, you got to explain to me what this is. Sure. So, be, to, having been able to see it firsthand, um, and we're going to actually video in a little bit so that we'll put it on social media so that people can see how it works. Great. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, you guys got a lot of traffic, I'm sure. We did. We were full and on our feet for, for the full show there. It was a, a blessing and a curse. But um, but yeah, in a sea of earth tones and browns and greens, <laughs> we had a stark white, what we call the scan lab, and it worked out really well. We had flashing white lights and a, and a few big screen TVs and a three-dimensional hologram machine. So we were the we were the tech company at uh, at the DSC show. Yeah. So yeah, we did stand in in stark contrast to all the tones around us. Not to mention a pretty attractive scan doctor. <laughs> we, we did have a couple of uh, scantily clad girls in lab coats. So those they, they helped. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so there's multiple platforms for trophy scans use. Let's start with the 3D printing. You guys can actually, and we're in a room full of mouths. So you could take any yeah. one of these and print it, like you said, within a thousandth of an inch. That's right. So, you know, if I, you know, I eventually I'm going to run out of space, right? That's mm -hmm. right. So then I can come to you guys and say, hey, I want a replica made to, and then I can just kind of pick the scale that I want it. That's absolutely right. Yeah. With, you know, if you kind of think about how, you know, if anybody's familiar with CAD works or solid works, you know, it's really the easiest thing probably in all of this is, is scaling things because once you have that scan and that 100% accurate, you know, three-dimensional recreation in, in digitized form, we can really do anything with that. So, yeah, we could even blow it up. <laughs> we're we're going to both, uh, you know, make the fish story, the proverbial fish story worse, and then we're also going to uh, alleviate it. So that's huh. the that's the strength of of 3D printing. It's you know we we've already got great techniques. The world does for for producing millions of, of the same, of the exact same whatever. Yeah, that's right. called plastic injection molding. Uh -huh. But what we do and why this is beneficial for hunters is because if you kill an animal, it's unique. In the world, there's nothing else like it. And it's not practical or affordable to make a mold of that animal sure. and do that. So that's where 3D printing and shines. But to 3D print, you have to be able to 3D scan. And we went up to the CES show in Las Vegas this past year. It's twice as big as the SHOT Show, if you've ever been there, mm. which means it's enormous. You know, oh, yeah. 30,000 people. And, and a good percentage of that show was based on 3D printing and 3D scanning. It's absolutely the way of the future. And then... Uh, and then we were, you know, a little surprised to see that we were the only people at SHOT Show, you know, doing this. So it's coming. This technology is here. It's coming. And uh, we think that, that we provide hunters with a, a tangible benefit to be able to recreate their animals in any size, any form, and for relatively inexpensive. Much cheaper than you can, can get a, uh, a, a full-scale taxidermy um, mount, which we love. They're always yeah. going to be around, but if you want a cheaper alternative that's not going to be like a uh, an albatross 30 years from now that you can store in a closet or uh, put on a bookshelf um, trophy skin is the way to go well and i think this is a good stopping place there's still uh, so many other aspects of this technology and the software that y'all have come up with as far as uh, you know for scoring uh, we'll take a break come back and get into that here momentarily that segment brought to you by pulsar night vision and thermal imaging technology if you haven't seen the new axion well, what are you waiting for? This is the latest in their long-standing line of incredible monoculars. The Axiom's, uh, well, 
it's a little more user-friendly. It's very small, compact, and it falls in at a price point well below the popular Helion lineup. So check it out. It's the Axion. You can find it at PulsarNV.com and use that promo code LONESTAR to save 20% off your order and get free shipping. We'll be right back with more of the revolutionary trophy scan technology on the Lone Star Outdoor Show. In the market for a compact track loader, then check out the Bobcat Advantage, where Bobcat track loaders squared off against other brands in a variety of tests and challenges. Whether you're looking for performance advantages, uptime protection, or quality design, Bobcat compact track loaders are the best-built machines in the industry. But don't take our word for it. Watch the videos at BobcatAdvantage.com or see Bobcat machines in person at Bobcat of Dallas and Louisville, Fort Worth, Cedar Hill, Longview, and now McKinney. Visit BobcatofDallas.com or call 469-586-0000. I'm Craig Boddington. I'd like to invite you to become a member of Dallas Safari Club, one of the world's leading hunting and conservation organizations. As a member, you'll receive Game Trails magazine, a monthly newsletter, and invitations to our monthly meetings and special activities. Join Dallas Safari Club, an international organization based in Dallas, supporting hunting and conservation worldwide. For more information, call 800-9-GO-HUNT or visit our website at www.biggame.org. This is my river hat I've had it for years I've shared some good times in it And drank a lot of beers It fell in a campfire On the banks of the Comal River It burned a hole clean Lone Star Outdoor Show Zone Roger Kreger bringing us back from break The river song, I remember that one uh, If Roger isn't floating the river right now. He's probably chasing the blue waters of the Gulf of Mexico in his offshore boat, getting after those red snapper or wahoo or mahi-mahi. Those are just a few of the fish I've seen him post on his uh, social media stuff. But uh, of all the red dirt singer-songwriters, I think he's he's one of the ones who did it right. He's got it made. No strings, nothing holding him, you know, keeping him tied down. <laughs> Not that I don't love my kids and my wife. They mean the world to me, but... There's always that part of you as as a guy, maybe even gal too, that, that adventurous spirit that never goes away. And uh, he lives that day in and day out. I'm Cable Smith, by the way, and it is great to be here talking technological advances in the hunting community with you. Uh, we've still got Jeff Johnston and Clint Stewart of Trophy Scan here in studio. We'll pick it back up with them in just a second. But first, this segment of the show brought to you by All Seasons Feeders and blinds. Y'all know by now I've got the big chingone deer blind out at my deer lease. Well, guess what? I'm adding a little chingone this season. I don't think the whole family, thats I don't think all five of us will fit in there like we did the big chingone, but I guarantee you Henry and I will enjoy it no problemo, and you can find it uh, as well as all of their blinds and feeders right there at allseasonsfeeders.com. And now without further delay, let's uh, jump back into things here with uh, Clint and Jeff of Trophy Scan. You know, we talked a lot about what Trophy Scan is and its replication ability, but also from a virtual standpoint, uh, Clint, I mean, you could scan every animal in your collection and have it right there on your phone, uh, like a virtual trophy room. 
That's it. That's I mean, that's exactly what we call it. It's it's a virtual trophy room. It's a fully immersive, you know, experience and, and folks will be familiar with it from, you know, if they've ever gotten on Zillow or uh, any of the home tours and done a three D, you know, home tour where you can walk through a home. This mm-hmm. is the same thing except what our technology does is is add to that. So we scan every animal. You walk into your trophy room and at the touch of a button you can pull that animal down into a three D viewer, rotate that, zoom in and out. And like you said, you know, we've got a number of software platforms forms one of which is you know you can run scoring systems on there and, and view it and things but also at the touch of a button if you did have that animal stored in our virtual trophy room it is in effect an insurance policy so you know god forbid we talked about tornadoes today right. god forbid we get one through here and <laughs> and all of cable's beautiful animals are, oh are suddenly gone um, <laughs> if we had this you know room scanned i, I can't give you that that actual animal back, but yeah. I can re- recreate that animal in exact form, exact dimension, 3D printed t- to exact color and everything. So it's a, where it's your an buddies won't know the difference. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, that not only is it a you know a really fun interactive way to to show your trophy room, but you've also got that forever backed up in the cloud. And um, you know we get to the point where we're scanning animals out in the field. Maybe you do have a small trophy room, like, mm-hmm. but maybe in the future, you know, ten years from now, you're in a bigger space. And you've got several animals that you've killed between now and then. Maybe you don't want to have them taxidermied and, and mounted right now. We give you the option to store that animal digitally in the cloud. And 10 years from now, when you do have the space for him on the wall, we can create that for you. Pretty impressive. Technology is something that just, you know, and I'm sitting here. And you, I don't know if y'all heard that ding and we're talking about technology, yeah. but that means that there's a deer at the feeder right now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> Speaking there of technology. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it is funny, you know, we, we talk about, um, and we've talked about this a lot. We, we are in a traditionally widely divergent world, high tech and hunting, but we've, we've seen those worlds start to merge just like, I mean, that, we're all know? good old boys that like to sit around a campfire and drink beer. Let me sure. Get that out there. 100%. Yeah. And then we're also checking our phones and checking our game trail oh, cameras yeah, yeah. and we've got a, you know, a, a jump drive with all kinds of pictures and things. And so we, uh, w- without knowing it, and this is, you know, just, just goes with our, all of our modern lives without knowing it, we're all, we're all techies in some, in mm-hmm. some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. So. Mm-hmm. You know, what, uh, what we have created a little bit is, is a teleport machine. When you think about it, I'm looking at that, uh, warthog up there and mm-hmm. we need to, we need to scan that and make a great mount, but it reminds me my first safari. I, I was lucky enough to go as a rider, um, you know, so I wasn't paying for the whole bag, but I couldn't afford the taxidermy. Yeah. I left a beautiful warthog, a bush buck. I think my first several safaris, I didn't get any taxidermy. However, if we can scan that thing, and we're working with a, a, some outfitters right now in Africa to get them set up as scanning stations, mm-hmm. you could email that animal to your desk here and print it and it's cool enough on the saving saving money and all the red tape and hassle and i just went through a whole thing with a i don't even want to go into the story of my ten thousand dollar steen buck <laughs> oh by my the time God. i got this full mount back and through customs i got stopped in frankfurt germany by the police it would cost me ten thousand bucks and i never even really wanted it i would have settled <laughs> for a skull replica for about 65 bucks <laughs> But Instead, anyway. he got a full cavity search and ten thousand yeah. dollars. But any, and then for some of the sighties animals like elephant, a lot of people mm. you know go over and 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 harvest one of those legally, of course. And we all know that it helps elephants conservation, but they can't bring them back for legal purposes. I've got a bontebuck that I cannot get back. I've talked about that on the show before, yeah, but I heard you talk about I that. can't get that damn thing back over here. If we can get it scanned, we can get it back. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
Absolutely. And also, uh, you know, with that kind of detail, you know, another application for that. And like we mentioned, there's just a, a ton of downstream applications mm. once we get that scan. But because of the accuracy that we're able to achieve with this, it is in effect a fingerprint level identification for that animal. Mm. So we're putting in place, Jeff mentioned some of the outfitters that we're networking with right now to set up some things over in Africa and overseas. Not only that, you know, and have heard of and maybe even experienced many stories where, you know, you just flat out don't get your animal back. Mm -hmm. You might get an animal, but it may be a different one. I've right. got friends that have gone through that, but we've got that identification of that animal. It is, in effect, a, a fingerprint of that animal. So there's that verification step. You know, so like black market, you know, rhino horn or ivory, you know, elephant ivory. All that stuff could be hundred yeah. percent. You know, the the poachers over there have, have easily figured out how to remove microchips. Mm -hmm. um, but this you can't remove. We're gonna go over. In fact, we'll we'll be over in South Africa maybe later this year, um, scanning some rhino. And when those horns show up, if we've got a scan and a database of those horns, they rescan them in the hands of law enforcement. This is an incredible tool as well. So. Wow, wow. Well, it's too bad. It's not. There's not one already over there because i'm gonna dart a rhino here in like 10 days so well, <laughs> saw the trip. we saw the trip announced yeah you have told that was the one? surprise you, you oh, have told your wife right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i think I, I think we're gonna be getting a uh, trophy scan replica of that in much smaller scale <laughs> well, i mean and that's that's perfect on the on the darting scenarios we were talking about you know wild sheep here at lunch um we're working on some projects with the wild sheep, but for most people, they simply, I, I can't afford that. You know, I'm, I honestly don't want it. Like I, I, I'd rather have a much smaller one and maybe like, uh, you know, like that photo collage or something of that right. experience. Yeah. Right. I, I just, you know, it's massive unless I had my own sure. like trophy barn or like, yeah. you know, massive, like a house, like, one as big as my house. You know? Sure. Well, now with <laughs> if I was a millionaire. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I haven't got a lot of my own animals mounted for that very reason. Yeah. You know, you yeah. kind of choose, do I want to live in my home or do I want to have all my trophies? But anyway, on the darting uh, part, you know, rhinos, if you want to go over there and dart a rhino or like a sheep or some other things that they actually study and it's not just BS, they need to take samples and study these things to try to try to help them survive in the long run. But now you would get the experience but you would also get the trophy mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and without ever killing that animal. Now I'm all about killing animals when, when the, when the time and the place is right sure. on the rhinos, probably not the yeah. right. One of right the now, but, very few right. exceptions. So, right. Um, so I, I could for that rhino even like, or I think maybe next year we're going to go for Cape Buffalo. Um, I got the hunt planned for 2020, like the dates locked down and awesome. been talking to Carl, my pH. And he's like, I think next year we're going to go after Cape Buffalo. So I think I still will maybe get a shoulder mount of that. I'm not sure. But I definitely would think like some cufflinks would be badass. Okay, Could I get some cufflinks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. these are other types of things. Like you could get cufflinks if you wanted like a necklace or something from any part of the animal. Yeah. Um, not only are they more accurate than an artist's rendition, but because we can use lost wax, wax cast molding to provide a jeweler a, a, a 3D print that's, you know, a half inch big or this whatever size you want the size of cufflinks not only is it less expensive uh or more accurate but it's also less expensive yeah. than an artist rendition so i'll show you my cufflinks from a buffalo i shot in, in zimbabwe a few years back and just got the european uh oh. the skull mount but yeah oh you're gonna have to have it but where are you where are you going hunting oh south africa okay. eastern cape yeah oh you're gonna so, get the sweaty palms oh man I, i've actually <laughs> i've been on a cape buffalo hunt uh, my buddy shot one to three my first trip there so almost three years ago uh so i've been 
pay my dues with the outfitter like you said you're a writer and i'm a talk show host so <laughs> a lot of this the stuff we get to do is because of our you know profession sure um and so that's uh, that's one of the perks you know so. i'd say that's why we picked our profession <laughs> that's it yeah no I doubt me, but it it is easy to see how people get absolutely addicted to buffalo hunting it's just everything good that you can imagine you know you get the food the adventure the adrenaline the the trophy just everything and i know i know you know rich guys we all do that can do anything they want every year they could do something different from here on out it doesn't matter the cost i know a lot of guys that every single year the only thing that's in stone is their buffalo hunt uh-huh yeah yeah and it's crazy because the phs they don't carry guns around when the, when you're hunting planes game oh we're gonna hunt kudu today okay they don't even think about grabbing a gun you say hey we're gonna go after cape buffalo today demeanor changes from <laughs> high fives everybody slapping each other on the back you know to the two pipes come out i'm talking like yeah. the four 450, 450, 450 nitro express yeah. and yeah. 416 rigby you know all those eights. i mean the bullets were i never seen bullets that big mm-hmm. you know i was like was this a torpedo yeah and it was yeah. like a very somber like you know all business mm-hmm. type deal mm-hmm. yeah. that's exactly right yeah we got up close and personal here uh recently we were out at the wildlife partners ranch mm-hmm. and um they were doing a capture and relocating some of their cape buffalo herd uh, with dr kevin there and and uh at one point, I was straddled on a tranked Cape Buffalo scanning his horns inside of a horse trailer. And, uh, <laughs> he, he began to awaken. <laughs> oh, God. He, his name was Piggy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Jeez. And he was Misleading. 2,000 pounds. <clears throat> he, was, he was massive. And, uh, but and that's yeah, a was, good example of, um, of a company called the Wildlife Partners based mm-hmm. out of Texas here leading the charge in, in boots on the ground conservation. and. A lot of people say conservation, but what does that mean? These this company is actually uh, breed animals, and in some cases, even send them back to Africa if they need you know needs the uh, scimitar horn oryx, a good example, some other animals. But they actually do the stuff, and they wanted us to come scan for purely scientific purposes. Mm. And believe me, nothing was going to happen to these animals. They're worth about 80 k a, a piece, and they yeah. wanted some real uh, data on them, led by one of the most remarkable. Uh, foremost experts of, of Buffalo and Africa in, in the world. And that's Kevin Doctori hmm. Robertson, who, hmm. uh, if you're going over there, you need to buy his book and this isn't a cheap plug, but it's called, um, the perfect shot. The perfect, perfect shot. Awesome. Okay. That's yeah. really great. Yeah. I'll definitely check that out. Um, I like one of my favorites is, uh, well, I've got like, as far as that, those, uh, type of books, what is it? Death in the tall grass. Uh, the long grass yeah that's one of my favorites and then there's one that's it doesn't have to do with buffalo so much but uh i'm a real big fan of jim corbett oh there you go pulled it right off of the uh, shelf in the studio death in the long grass that's the book that started me yeah. uh wanting to write i read that one on my on the plane to, uh my first safari and yeah really immersed myself yeah, he in, got, you, uh, got yeah. you got you hyped then, up uh, yeah Jim, so he did more for, I think, for hunting and riding than anybody. Peter yeah. Jabstick. Through him, I found Ruark, kind oh, of the yeah. reverse way. But Jim Corbett's probably the finest, uh, you know, big game hunter the world's ever ever produced. And that's just because he single-handedly killed over a dozen of the world's most dangerous man-killing tigers. Oh, yeah. Leopards, single-handedly by himself. 
like the uh, Champawat Tigress or something. Like, these are like people need to get his omnibus because it has yep. all the stories. Yep. That's the one I have. Just get it on Amazon. It's like twenty bucks. Uh-huh. Um, but like animals that killed four hundred people. Yeah, the Red Priag leopard killed like four ninety five. Insane. Jeez. And he is you know Don't charged worry. by the government to go in there and. I mean, a lot of times it's morbid because he's hunting over, you know, where a kill of a person was, but he always got the job done. <laughs> and the difference of the two writers, it's phenomenal. You know, this guy actually did go in and, and do those things, and, and he'll put it like, and I shot the leopard and it died. Mm. Meanwhile, <laughs> you know, Capstick can be, and there he was, the blood oozing <laughs> from the buffalo's boss as he pawed the ground and took one last bloody stare straight through my skull. Yeah. yeah. Right. But another reason why I like Corbett is because of, uh, in his later years, he was very active in, in big cat conservation, which, I mean, he obviously hunted these things for a living. Yep. Uh, but it was a means to an end for him. And, uh, I mean, he was a, a, a hero to the, the people of India. And these villages were getting just wiped out by these cats. Yeah. yeah. God, so. those are great stories. Yeah. Everybody yeah. needs to read those those things. Those are true, real problems over there that people, you know, just don't think. We don't have those over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I lost my cell phone charger. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to start seeing it a little more in California since they have such a... Uh, a high mountain lion population and a bunch of tree huggers that don't want them shot. So yep. we'll see if they yeah. change their tune once the kids start getting eaten. People oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they will. Have you heard of the Tahone Ranch over there? Mm. 350,000 acres. I think it's been whittled down a little bit, but it's I think it's around 300 now. But uh, contiguous acres, hour north of L.A. It's the prettiest country. It's how L.A. was supposed to be, you know, how it was mm-hmm. when people, before it was uh, made into... Yeah, hippie shops and highways. But anyway, <laughs> there are bears, mountain lions, elk herd, free-ranging, wild pigs, whitetails, everything you can imagine on this place. But I was there hunting and talked to the biologist. He said, you wouldn't believe the cats, the mountain lions that they trap in the suburbs of L.A. Oh, yeah. And they come out at night and, and do what they've got to do. And nobody knows because nobody really wants to believe. I got to go eat. We're seeing it in Oregon. There's going to be some people getting scratched up. Yeah. yeah. And which, yeah, obviously don't want to, I'm not cheering for that, but it's going to happen. And especially, I mean, human wildlife conflict in these uh, areas where predators are put up on pedestals. It's just, it is what it is. Um, Let's do this. Let's take a quick break. I want to come back and discuss um, something that's pretty cool as far as the granddaddy of, of deer hunting contests. Uh, Los Cazadores, y'all are getting plugged in with them for the 2019 whitetail season. Uh, I want to talk about that and the scoring system, uh, which is unique to Trophy Scan. So, y'all cool to stick around for a few more minutes? Absolutely. You bet. It's your thing. Awesome. And that segment, by the way, brought to you by the new Vortex Optics Razor HD 4000 Laser Rangefinder. Uh, brand spanking new. Just got mine. Taking it to Africa next week. So I'll have a good review for you on that, uh, but I'll be honest, I've already played with one, and uh, pretty impressive. So you know what to do. Go to VortexOptics.com to see for yourself today. Vortex, the force of optics. We'll be right back with more from Jeff Johnston and Clint Stewart of Trophy Scan. You're listening to the Lone Star Outdoor Show. Drinking and dreaming, knowing damn well I can't go I'll never see Texas 
Are you tired of waking up at 2 a.m. to fight public land skybusters? Cable here for Three Crow Outfitters and their new North Texas Duck Club, which consists of over 3,000 acres and 40 water bodies throughout Ellis and Navarro counties. Three Crow does the planting, provides metal blinds, decoys, and posts a weekly scouting report. All you and your buddies do is reserve the property you want and show up to hunt. This opportunity is limited to 10 four-person memberships, so for the waterfowling experience of your lifetime, go to threecurl.com or call 214-641-8097 today. Howdy folks, I'm Lee Hoffbear for Hoffbear's Outdoor Superstore in Gulfway, Texas. I hope you're enjoying the Lone Star Outdoor Show. We've been a title sponsor for a number of years now, and we're proud to be a part of it. I'd also like to thank you for making Hoffbear's once again the number one Polaris dealer in Texas. Pike County, Illinois, and the surrounding area is hallowed ground for whitetail hunters. And with 21 years' experience, Golden Triangle Whitetails is the oldest outfitter in the state. Spread out over 14,000 acres, they have 350 acres of food plots, 500 tree stands, and over 80 box blinds. The guides take pride in having hunters harvest giant Midwest bucks. Golden Triangle Whitetail hunts the Illinois archery, shotgun, and muzzleloader season. They have a full-time chef and excellent lodging. Book your whitetail hunt of a lifetime by going to www.goldentrianglewhitetail.com today. This is Henry Guy. You're listening to my dad on the Lone Star Outdoor Show. Living in the city, hard to see the sky. Water getting cloudy, concrete river bank is dry. Gable Smith, welcoming everybody back to the Lone Star Outdoor Show. Uncle Lucia, somewhere else. That's a jam there. I'll tell you what. Uh, thank you so much There's for being here today. Out. We've still got our friends Jeff Johnston, a longtime outdoor writer, as well as Clint Stewart, two of the three founders of Trophy Scan here in studio with us. And we're going to get into the scoring technology from a rack, you know, antlers, horns, any headgear that an animal has. Uh, hell, you could use it for skull measurements, all of that stuff. And we'll get into how Trophy Scan takes the human error factor out of the equation. Uh, in just a sec. But first, this segment proudly brought to you by First Light. If you haven't seen the corrugate guide shorts, well, what are you waiting for? I mean, seriously, summertime is here. And whether you are hiking in the backcountry or spending an afternoon chasing tailing redfish, hey, maybe you're just headed to the bar for a couple beers with your hunt buddies. Whatever the case, the corrugate guide short offers the comfort and durability you'd expect from First Light. I know I do. And uh, you can find it at firstlight.com. First Light, go further. Stay longer. Uh, well, let's uh, let's go ahead and pick up our conversation here with Jeff and Clint, who are nice enough to stick around through the break. Certainly appreciate you guys doing so. You just say, yeah, thanks. I'm glad to, glad to do it. Whatever, however you want to address Great. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. No, we're, we're glad to be here. Thanks for having us, man. Oh, yeah, you bet. You know, we talked a little bit about Trophy Scan, what it is. Um, what I want to focus on now is Los Cazadores, uh, Los Cazadores and, and the scoring system that is unique to Trophy Scan. Um, for me personally, I don't understand deductions. Um, you know, you shoot a buck, it's 175 inches gross. To me, it's 175 inch deer. But now, wait, he's a typical. So we're going to deduct all of these measurements. Now he's 134, you know? I'm like, <laughs> well, what is he? Rats. Right. right. Uh, and, yeah, of course, typicals, non-typicals probably should be scored differently. But I, the deductions I've you know, never really fully been a fan of. Uh, so y'all system credits the animal for 
everything. Well, yeah, you know, and, and the, I think the beauty of our system, uh, it's a, a patent pending software platform that utilizes those 3D scans. And then because we're able to capture all that kind of detail, we can virtually measure anything on that animal's head. So what we've done is write a uh, scoring platform that can do anything. Now, we can do the things that you're talking about. We can score BNC. We can score BNC gross and net SCI, which is mm-hmm. virtually, you know, BNC gross. But um, what we're really excited about is is for the first time now, um, really outside of a, a lab, w- fully water immersion type setting, our software starts at that burr plane where that bone starts to grow out of that animal's skull. And it just flat out measures every cubic inch of bone that that animal has put on its head. So it's much less, even when we start using the term score at that mm-hmm. point, it's a little misleading because what we're just doing is measuring. Yeah. And like you said, we're giving the animal credit for every bit of bone that it's put on its head. We're not yeah. deducting, we're not charting, you know, asymmetry versus symmetry. I, I had a friend that had a great quote and, and said, the, you know, all of your scoring systems out there are operating from one fundamental assumption. They are seeking symmetry in an asymmetrical world. Mm. And I think that was pretty accurate. You know, it's at least consistent with a lot of what the biologists say. You know, biologists are just interested in what environmental conditions are manifesting on that animal's head. It's not a, a system of... Uh, awards and or deductions it's just how is it manifesting they're interested in just that bone growth and so volumetrics our software is just that it's giving a volumetrics which is a cubic inch measurement of the total volume of bone that that animal puts on its head so that's for any antlered animal any horned animal anything that's that's being measured out there we Mm. can measure it down to the thousandth of a cubic inch wow and to be to be clear you know we we love boone and crockett you know Mm -hmm. i love the rich history i know all about i've written many stories on it who doesn't like Teddy Roosevelt and the things that he did and that organization still does all we're doing is giving people you know more options right you know we love that if they if they choose to score in that fashion if they if they don't like it and let's face it here in Texas and usually when we talk about deer it's a language and we use that Boone and Crockett language but we're not talking about deductions if I say 155 I may not even care about the trophy value, but you know right now exactly what I'm talking about, yeah, 155 yeah. inch deer. But we can score in those different um, ways. All we have done is is move scoring and measuring to the 21st century. You know, sure. back a long time ago when um, when people were tallying up the score, they used this you know magical and affordable then. Uh, calculator you know now you can buy that same calculator for for two dollars and fifty cents literally at walmart it's even seller. why would i even do that because i already have it on (laughs) my cell phone yeah exactly (laughs) it's free on my cell watch (laughs) now we've just updated that you know and and you still need humans to run this you know you still need need those things but we've just made a a, we think a little bit better mousetrap and after you score it then you can do so many more things with it and those Mm -hmm. are some of the things that we alluded to earlier insurance replicate if you never want to do anything with it, that's fine too. But yep. yeah, yeah, and there are some nuances to um, you know to, to how those complex organic shapes are, are scored and measured. And there's just some limitations, frankly, to to what I can do with it with a tape measure and a calculator. Mm. And you know, let, let's face it, computers just do some things better and more repeatable and a little more consistent, a little more accurate than humans can do. And so it's it's a better mousetrap. You know, it's just a, like Jeff said, I think that's articulated perfectly. We're, we're bringing scoring into the 21st century. And frankly, you know, a lot of guys, and like Jeff said, you know, we all love Boone and Crockett. And in fact, it's, even if you 
don't have any feelings on Boone and Crockett, you use the lexicon whether you know it or not. Yeah. Everybody in Texas, I guarantee if you say 150 whitetail, they know what that looks like. They know just about what that deer is, even if they don't even know that that comes from a Boone and Crockett scoring system, mm-hmm. right? So it's so ingrained in the way that we speak about and talk, and that, that's credit to the, to the rich history of Boone and Crockett. But now I think you know, with what we're able to offer, we can do some actual online and, and virtual um, examples of, of what actually is a, a 150 deer and kind of show that software and how those deer are scored in a way that people are used to seeing. You know, we're all used to looking at YouTube. We're all used to looking at online stuff. And so watching a YouTube of a guy stretching a tape measure is one thing, but seeing what we're going to show you, you know, here in a few minutes on the volumetric software is is another. So there's some there's some great bells and whistles to it. There is some science and mathematics behind it. There is a, a complex set of algorithms that really, really gets accurate on that animal's head. So yeah, a, yeah. Well, and like we said earlier, though, not everyone gives a crap about scoring. Sure, I'm I kind of in, in between. You know, I don't. Sure. I don't really know what these axis deer scored. I know well, kind of how long they were, right. but how would it? That's not how you really score them. What uh, for SCI or Boone and Crockett, right? You take the whole all the measurements and right, which is a scoring formula. Yeah, you know, which we, we have the ability to just measure. What most hunters are interested, I've found, is is more about the animal's age and if it's massive or not. And we happen to have a very good tool to, to measure mass. And that's the, that's just a measurement called, we call volumetrics. Sure. Sure. Measures the the total volume, but uh, that's, you know, that's pretty cool. And, and, um, but it's something for everybody because, you know, I like to know occasionally what an animal scores, but don't measure every one of them. But some dudes really don't care about that at all, but still they want to get a replica made. Absolutely. That's right. So and, uh, we've noticed strangely, peculiar, peculiarly, <laughs> that uh, people aren't interested in scoring until they kill a really, really big one. Right, <laughs> right. right. So I know, what, right. I know what that one scored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't know that. I don't know what this guy over here scored, but I know no, what that one scored. Yeah. We can't be all things to all, all people, and yeah. we realize, you know, we're we're one company out of many, many good ones. But what we can do and do we think do well is is celebrate. We can celebrate animals, even if they're small. If mm-hmm. I know that I was, and I know that all of us were proud of our first deer and second deer and fifth deer even though that thing was probably 120 inches i know yeah. we're proud of it because i still have the antlers i took pictures of it but my dad wouldn't pay 500 to get my seven point mounted and i sure <laughs> wish that i would have this technology because now i could go back and do a replica so we like to celebrate all animals a trophy to us means anything that a hunter legally harvests you should be proud of. We're Absolutely. Not, we're never going to hide. all in the eye of from, the beholder for sure. Yeah, We're yeah. never going to hide behind that fact. We're proud of all animals. We're also proud of big animals. I, I believe that, you bet. that if an Indian was on a hill and two deer were down there, I know which one he, he's going to shoot. It's the bigger one. Right. And we can't deny that. You I don't still, think he's going to go back to the campfire and sit around the teepee with smoking a peace pipe and we're all Show dudes. Him that his, <laughs> hey, look, hey, look, buddy, mine's bigger than yours. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. That's right. These things, hunters, they, we don't change. We know that. However, yeah. if that guy, if the big one runs off and that same Native American shoots the smaller one, he's going to be damn proud of that one, too. Of course. And yeah. it's going to taste good. So celebrates one one aspect that we can do. The other is, the, the next is score. We can mm. score those things and if if we want, and then we can replicate things. We can make high-end jewelry. Uh, as high as you want to go, buddy. If uh, if you want it 
dipped in gold and encrusted in diamonds. <laughs> we know just the people that yeah, call meddlers. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, back to the scoring and, and the tournament. We are very excited about this about the Los Cazadores uh, tournament down in Pearsall. So they're going to have actual scanner down there. Yes, That's and correct. Then, and we've also got uh, multiple locations. They're opening up a Fredericksburg store and a Honda oh. location, and then we'll have our mobile scan stations. Wow. And that's going to be a rolling party, isn't it, Stu? It is indeed. Yeah, you guys come out and see us. Um, you know, they can find us on the website. We're going to post the schedule on where we'll be. But um, to, to boil it down into the simplest terms, we're going to be across the state of Texas starting in, you know, late September when, when deer season kicks off all the way through the end of season in, in February. So we'll be all the way across Texas. We'll have central locations in Pearsall, just south of San Antonio, and Hondo, and in uh, Fredericksburg, like Jeff mentioned, and then we got a 30-foot trailer. It's our mobile scan station, folds down into two big stages, and we'll have the bells and whistles and lights and big show and, and scanners as well, and we're going to post a schedule on where those will be. But, you know, at the end of the day, we want people to sign up for the, for the contest. If you live in Texas and you're a deer hunter, man, you're missing out if you're not part of this contest. So we're uh, excited about it. And uh, as we kind of wrap things up here, you guys will also be out at all three Trophy Hunter, Texas Trophy Hunter extravaganzas. Yep. Uh, so if folks want to actually see it for themselves, um, those are coming up in uh, August. Yeah, first three weekends in August, mm-hmm. I believe, is, uh, you know, Houston, Fort Worth, San, Antonio, San Antonio, yeah. Fort Worth yeah. will be at all three of those. We'll have the big uh, mobile scan station there, big trailer. You'll see us. You can't miss us. We'll be right at the front door on two of the shows. We're actually going to be outside in the front when you walk up as the oh, wow. premier exhibitor, the big trailer out there. Uh-huh. And then um, the third one will be inside with a big booth and trailer as well. But, but yeah. And, and in fact, you know, if um, we're, we're going to start publishing this as well, but if people want to bring their mounts up and, and want to have them scanned, um, not only to, to kind of see what they measure and score total volume and, and other scoring systems, but, but have some replicas done. You know, you got that trophy that you've always wanted to set a cuff links on, or maybe even you've got a, uh, you got a mountain home where you'd like to have him replicated and, and have the replica up in the mountain home in Colorado as well. We can do that full-size, full-scale replicas and all the way down to cufflinks and everything in between. I kind of like to say that you're, you're really only limited by your imagination at this point, but there's nothing we can't make. So well, one thing we didn't hit on was like really like price point. So let's just yeah. take your typical eight-point whitetail. Uh, it's the first year that I shot or the first buck my son shot. How much would that cost? So, great question. Um, Really, so what we're doing on the 3D replication front, 3D printers um, right now, uh, some of the most cutting-edge 3D printers can actually print in full color. We're not quite there yet technology. I mean, we're within a couple of years of that technology being there. So, it's not going to be long before I can churn out, you know, a full color, you know, full texture rendering of your model. So, right now, the process is we print that in a a high-def, what's called a pro PLA. It's a, it's a really high density, um, plastic polymer. And, uh, that comes out and then we would send that to either our taxidermist. We have a preferred network of taxidermists, or if you've got a taxidermist that Mm -hmm. you want, he can take that and do what he does on any replica, which is do the fine finishing work, paint that in and do all that. And then his retail point 
would be whatever he wants to sell that for you. But I can tell you right now that what we deliver to him does a number of things. One, it's a fraction of the cost. Uh, you know, just it, it'll cut the cost in half of what mm -hmm. he has, does. And it saves him all of that labor that typically would go into the molding and the casting process that he has to do by hand, days and days and days of, of, of work, hours upon hours of work to do a mold of your even your European elk up here. Yeah. You know, just take forever. When I can scan it and I can deliver to your taxidermist of fully printed, he just does the paintwork and gives it to you. So, so if I just wanted, like, um, let's just say whatever the generic material is that mm -hmm. you guys are printing with, I want my elk, and I want him just to sit right here on the desk, like yeah, a really small, yeah, yeah, like desktop version. Oh, you're, you know, for for that elk on a desktop version, if it was just the plain kind of white, and we've even got some off white, some what we call bone white, uh -huh. so we can kind of approximate bone color, a desktop model. You know, you're talking about a couple hundred bucks. Okay, right on, awesome. And the reason you know we can't be specific is every animal is different, right? And so there's yeah. it's talking about time and, and material, and um, all of this stuff is going online on our e-commerce store in August. So they'll be able to we'll be able to upload an STL file, and you'll be able to see exactly exactly what huh. it cost okay yeah and it's based kind of to jeff's point yeah it'll be based on material volume is really what it is so whatever scale you want you'll be able to get through our e-commerce store sign up on our website and create your profile there you'll have your what we call our virtual trophy room that trophy wall where all your scanned animals will be mm -hmm. right there you can pull that animal up rotate it and view it and share it with your friends and all that kind of stuff score it but then at the click of a button you're over into the e-commerce store and you can order a replica out of that. And that price quote will come exactly when you plug in dimensions. You want a four-inch replica and pro PLA of your elk, it'll spit it out for you. You know, We like mm. to call it the mini mount. Yeah, that's right, the mini mount. That's right. Um, awesome. Fascinating stuff uh, as we we are pushing the envelope on the technology and the, the hunting industry here today. Um, we are going to actually, uh, and I encourage folks to go to uh, my social media outlets, to see this video, we're going to go scan something right now. And Jeff, if you want to give y'all's social media uh, stuff so people can follow along and see what, you know, as this is progressing, uh, what you guys are up to. Sure. Just search for us. Uh, search for Instagram Trophy Scan. Mm -hmm. And the same thing, Trophy Scan on Facebook. We, you know, our, our launch, uh, our soft launch is, is right now we're gearing up for this tournament. And so, you know, we're, we just started out on social media, so we'd love to, to have you follow us and we're going to work some giveaways with cable here. And, yeah. um, so stay tuned for that stuff. And we've got tons of stuff coming out. We want to tell you exactly the easiest way to get scanned. We'll just, uh, just tell you that we're working on some things that are going to blow your mind here in the future to hopefully bring this technology to your, in the field, to your, to your hands. Uh, but for now we need your trophy or you, we need you to come to us or just, or to send us your trophy. Um, but we can provide you with all types of cool things. So Instagram, Trophy Scan, Facebook, Trophy Scan. And then to learn more right now, go to our website, www.trophyscan.com. Awesome. Well, guys, I certainly appreciate you coming by the studio. Like I said, this is something that is going to change the game as far as uh, our, you know, what, what we're able to do with our mounts, with scoring, all the things we've talked about today, conservation, um, Anti-poaching. I mean, yeah. the, the, the list is endless. So taxidermy. I mean, we've got a taxidermy solutions division yeah. even that we can, you know, do all these things directly for taxidermists as well. So, yeah, it's a, it's a game changer yeah. in just about every way you can you can. Fascinating. It. Well, thank yeah. you guys both for coming by the studio. Great. Thanks, man. We appreciate you having us. And uh, 
like Jeff said, follow us on, uh, on social media. We'll have some huge announcements coming up soon. Um, but, hey, man, just one more plug. If you're in Texas and you're a deer hunter, Los Cazadores, enter the tournament. We want to see you there. Got some great, exciting things coming up for this year's tournament. So uh, be there. Or, or they uh, can stop by Cable's house right here. That's right. <laughs> we're we're going to set up a check-in station hey, right here. <laughs> I'll be, you don't want to leave that scanner with me. I'll have everything yeah. scanned like in a week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, Cable. Absolutely. There they go. Clint Stewart and Jeff Johnson of Trophy Scan. Fascinating stuff there, and uh, certainly, uh, you know, I wonder about the uh, capabilities of this technology going forward as it relates to the human element. I don't know if there's, uh, you know, stuff like medically, I really have no idea, but uh, I think the possibilities are limitless and, and that these guys are just scratching the surface here in the hunting industry. Who knows where it goes from there? Uh, that segment of the show, by the way, was brought to you by John X Safaris. I'm heading out, uh, what, three days from now? Wow, can't believe it. Trip number three, uh, about to go down. And trip number four is already on the books for 2020. If you want to be a part of that safari with John X, uh, shoot me an email, Lone Star Outdoors Show at gmail.com. Unfortunately, we got to go, got to get out of here. We are flat out of time. Thanks to all of our guests today, Taylor Black from Stealth Cam and GSM Outdoors. Of course, Clint and Jeff as well from Trophy Scan. We'll do it again, same time, same place next week. Thanks to all of our sponsors for making this show possible. Thanks to you, the listener, for being a part of the Lone Star Outdoors show. Until next time, I'm Cable Smith saying, y'all have a great week in the outdoors. Travel